When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Good morning and welcome to leading off with true blue LA it is Wednesday July 27th I'm your host, Eric Steven, and we have a day game today, a rare uh, midweek day game at Dodger Stadium. They're playing a nooner um, to close out the homestand and the series against the Nationals. Um, Andrew Heaney is going to get activated off the injured list to start uh, this game. I was planning to talk uh, most of this podcast about um, what it means for Mitch White uh, going forward, but I think that's become a little more clear, so I'm switching the order somewhat because late in Tuesday's game, uh, it became the the festering sore, as it were, uh, the glaring, uh, uh, just a glaring need for the Dodgers at the trade deadline is that they need uh, relievers, uh, and that's plural, by the way. Um, so they did, as we mentioned yesterday, as a, as a potential option, they did option Reyes Maranta Tuesday to call up a different reliever. It was Garrett Clevenger, who's pitched well the last two months in AAA, had like a 38% strikeout rate, walked people, uh, but was very effective. Um, so Reyes Maranta, as we talked about, has been struggling, but he's also been pitching the lowest leverage situations on the team. Um, and they brought in Garrett Clevenger to a situation on Tuesday uh, where he was asked to pitch the eighth inning in a, with a one-run lead. And here's the crazy thing. It almost worked. Uh, the first uh, play of the eighth inning was a ground ball to Gavin Lux, and he threw errantly and um, allowed 
a runner to reach base. Clevenger got the next two outs. So should have been out of the inning, but then uh, with two outs, he hung a slider. Um, and uh, who did he hang the slider to? I don't even remember now. It doesn't matter. Oh, Luis Garcia. Um, and so that turned a one-run lead into a one-run deficit, and it sort of turned everything around. But uh, after the game, uh, Dave Roberts said um, Evan Phillips and Alex Vesia uh, and David Price were down. So Phillips and Vesia pitched three out of four against the Giants over the weekend, and it's not a hard and fast rule. They check with guys every day to see what their availability is. Um, but, like, they they try to give some off days after that those type of situation. It, you know, it's not always possible to do so. But uh, they so they didn't pitch either of the first two games against the Nationals. David Price uh, pitched Monday, which was his third outing in four games, so he was out. And then I guess Caleb Ferguson was also unavailable. Um, so he also pitched Monday. And the thing with Ferguson, he's been really good. Um, but they just they have not pitched him on back-to-back days. They've been super cautious with that. He had the shoulder thing that he went on the injury list for that he wasn't too happy about. But also it was mostly because they were on, in a stretch of like a bunch of games in a row, which they're also on now. And they felt they needed uh, people who would be more available. Um so, but the point is, they they had half of their bullpen unavailable uh, on Tuesday night, and that's that's no place to be right now. Uh, and then, so Clevenger to top it all off. So one of the the things I'll I'll get to when we talk about Mitch White in a second, they they need to send a pitcher down today to make room for Heaney, and it became clear very quickly who that pitcher is going to be because Clevenger, after giving up the lead in the eighth was brought out to start the ninth. Like, just finish this one out, kid, because you're very clearly getting sent back down after one day up on Tuesday. Obviously, they haven't announced that yet. They never do until it happens. Um, so he remained in the ninth and just was kind of wearing it a little bit. But then he allowed four more runs, and they had to go get him uh, before he could complete the ninth. He, he got two outs in the ninth through 36 total pitches. So I would bet a lot of money that Clevenger's the one getting optioned uh, for Heaney today. Um, so yeah, that was an interesting game. It turned a, a winnable game into an 8-3 loss. They've lost two of three to the Nationals, who has, have the worst record in baseball. Uh, very weird. But just, just looking at the bullpen here, just to underscore this, it's not like, it's weird, right? It, it is, it's not that weird that they're sort of out of, like, relievers. It's the fact that they, they don't have a, a very deep bullpen right now. Like, if you look at it, their top three pitchers in the current bullpen are basically Craig Kimbrell, Evan Phillips, and Yancy Almonte. And then you have, like, Alex Vessian, and Caleb Ferguson, effective. And that's, that's like, five good relievers. David Price might be the sixth, and right there, that's a problem. Um, Phil Bickford, uh, Garrett Clevenger, seven and eight. You could argue neither of those guys belong in the majors right now. Obviously, Bruce Dargratterall is coming back at some point. Um, not fairly soon maybe next week i don't know the exact timing for him uh dave roberts uh, told reporters uh before tuesday's game that blake trinan won't pitch for the next two weeks as he's sort of uh, still working his way back he said it wasn't a setback but i think we're just talking semantics at this point no matter what you call it he's not going to be back uh in mid-august as was earlier uh sort of hoped and planned so he's a maybe at this point and not someone you can really count on and i think this just underscores, so even if you have Bruce or Gretter all back, like, you, you still need options, right? Like, 
you need guys you're willing to go to uh, rather than the guy you just called up to replace the low man on the totem pole to protect the lead in the eighth inning. So they desperately need bullpen help. Um, I know, um, you know, Andrew Friedman has said, as he, he, he says a lot, um, like that the, the team, you know, he doesn't like to pay for relievers, but, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, like it's just, it's, it's rough. Uh, they're, I don't expect them to, you know, just go crazy and like send a top prospect for a reliever or something, unless it's like a really good reliever. But just saying like, they're definitely, they are definitely getting a reliever and they probably should get multiple relievers. Uh, you look at the, some of the veterans they've, they brought in on minor league deals. Um, Hansel Robles uh, pitched his first game for Oklahoma City on Tuesday. Uh, gave up a bunch of runs. Didn't really look too hot. Uh, Dylan Batances hasn't. He's been like four ticks off of his career fastball average this year. Hasn't been effective at all. He has something like a 10 ERA in AAA. Pedro Baez is still in the Arizona Complex League, working his way back. So uh, those guys are all uh, question marks at this point. And like, you know, what are they really going to add? To the bullpen, they could add something that's great, but I think you, you need to give yourself more options. So, the, like I said before, uh, they only the only other options on the forty man right now. They just sent down Reyes Maranta, who's been struggling. They also have Jake Reed and Justin Brule down there, and you know, all due respect to those guys, that's that's not a lot of uh, depth right now. So they need to augment the depth. I think that's what they're going to try to do at the trade deadline we've talked about this before they need a lot of things at the trade deadline as, as weird as it sounds they still have an awesome record uh, still doing relatively well even though they've lost two games to the nationals but yeah so it'll be interesting to see how what they do with mitch white now so so mitch white um is gonna be, probably be uh, bumped from the rotation they haven't sort of made that obvious yet um or made that an, uh, official or anything but uh, with Heaney back, he's the sixth starter in six days after the All-Star break. They plan to only do the, the six-man rotation once through just to start this stretch after the All-Star break to give everyone extra rest. So Mitch White has very clearly shown that he's a major league pitcher, so I think he needs to be in the bullpen, like at the very least, to give them someone who can go two to three innings at a clip um, every couple of days, you know, like every three or four days to at least save the situation because if they keep using most of the relievers one inning at a time, you're going to run into situations where sometimes you don't have a bunch of them because you've just pitched like four of them three of uh, four days recently. So anything they can get that sort of adds major league quality pitching to the bullpen is better. And I think Mitch White, even if he's out of the rotation, um, is a good choice for that. Now he went a season high six innings Tuesday and given how uh, how limited the pen was, you could see why. Like he, he was actually good. He only he gave up two runs in the first inning. He he scattered nine hits. I know it's old school to it's an old school term like in the seventies and eighties to say someone scattered X amount of hits, but he really did. Like one of the singles had a one sixty expected batting average. Two of the hits in the first inning that led to two runs were I think sixty six and sixty seven mile per hours off off the bat, just dunkers that fell in. Um, and then he didn't allow a run the rest of the way. Um, so he has a 370 ERA, 424 FIP in 56 innings. He's at like roughly a 112 ERA plus. I haven't seen the exact uh, baseball reference update because it's not up yet. And he had a 115 ERA plus last year. I know it's very it's crudish to use ERA plus, but like 
also he was optioned 10 times last year. So he's basically thrown everything, uh, or they've thrown everything at him, like optioning him a bunch last year, uh, pitching him in relief a lot, uh, occasionally starting. He was a bolt guy uh, last year. This was actually the first time he went six innings um, in a in a start. He went seven and a third in a in a game where he followed an opener last year and just finished it out because uh, he was really good. Um, he sort of reminds me of Ross Stripling, who, who sort of did pitch whenever and wherever the Dodgers wanted him to. Uh, had like four straight above average seasons out of the gate, averaged about 97 innings a year. Sometimes he started, sometimes he pitched in long relief, sometimes he pitched in leverage relief. He's he's back to doing uh, being effective again this year in Toronto. He had a couple of off years, the last two, but he, he's doing well. Um, so Mitch White this year, he's pitched in mop-up relief. He's occasionally taken some leverage innings. And then he stepped into the rotation for the better part of the last two months. So uh, after getting stretched out in those first two starts, um, after not you know starting the first month or so, he averaged just a shade over five innings per start with a 335 ERA over his last eight starts. He went at least five innings six times in that span, and including all four of his July starts. So he, he did like everything the Dodgers asked of him. Uh, but it's also understandable that he's the odd man out now uh, in the rotation, uh, which is very likely. So I think the the idea is uh, he could still be he could still provide um, length to a to a a bullpen that desperately needs quality innings at, at this moment. And, and also, I guess the argument if you were going to send Mitch White down, which I I don't think is even close to happening at this point, but if you sent him down, it would be to like keep him pitching every five or six days as a starter. So then when you need a starter, you can call up a ready-made starter. But they already have that in Ryan Pepio, who, by the way, uh, went a career-high seven for Oklahoma City on Tuesday. He threw uh, less of his changeup than normal. He's, like, continuing to work on fastball command. He only allowed a run. So he, he's uh, fine-tuning stuff. So he, he's a ready-available starter. Uh, yeah, it's uh, so I, I think White very clearly belongs in the majors, and it, it's very clear that they need bullpen help. So he's going to help the bullpen, but clearly – at the trade deadline, the Dodgers need relief pitching. They need a lot of stuff, uh, need being the operative word. I, I, I'm saying this as, I, like, they're going to win the division, right? There's no getting around that. They have a huge lead. Um, but in terms of, like, setting themselves up for the playoffs, they need a better bullpen than they have now. So uh, it could happen through in, internal options, people who are hurt, uh, people they might call up. But I think you just give yourself more options. So they're, I think they need to trade for at least one, possibly two relievers. Hopefully they do that in the next week. And we will talk a little bit more about Tuesday's game after this. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So another highlight I wanted to share from Tuesday uh, was by Mookie Betts, who just sort of continues to amaze in different ways. Um, we saw last year, right, he was battling, like, nagging injuries all year. The first half, it was kind of a, a myriad of things. Um, then he had the hip uh, injuries, uh, hip pointer that he, he sort of uh, missed two injured list stints on after the break. Didn't quite have the same speed and general movement that he usually does. Like his defensive numbers were a little off uh, outside of their normally excellent range. But he was still above average and very valuable last year, even in a diminished state. And so he, he you could tell he has like an extremely low floor, right, uh, from just where he's at performance-wise. But man, when he's like fully healthy and right, he does look very awesome. And that's that's sort of where he's at now. Um, so he, he's, he seems to me like a, a security blanket is what I would call in right field. You just feel comfortable about basically anything that's hit in that direction. Um, sometimes it's like how easily he, uh, makes, makes it look when he's just sort of gliding toward a ball and you just know he's going to catch it. Um, like Cody Bellinger is really good at this too. Like I think Bellinger like probably has more range in center field and like he, he, he just sort of gets the balls pretty amazingly sometimes too. But it's that way with Mookie and Wright. Like when those two are in the outfield, like that, that's a that's a pretty safe space to be in terms of like um, peace of mind, I guess. Other times, it's for Mookie, it's a terrific diving catch, like he had to end Sunday's game. Um, that he's just really good, and so. But his arm, his all is also fun, and he's about as technically sound uh, as like you can imagine. You know, uh, so he doubled off a runner Monday night. Um, it was um, uh, sort of a sort of a running catch, and then he whirled and threw um, and beat the uh, I forget who was running, but it was a runner get, going back to first base. Um, on Tuesday, his arm played a key role twice. Uh, so Luis Garcia, who homered later in the game, he tripled with one out in the third inning. Uh, and then uh, Michael, Michael Franco flew out to Mookie Betts in right, and he uncorked a strong throw home that you know. Franco took, I mean, um, Garcia took a few steps down the line, but ultimately didn't run. He didn't want to challenge Betts. The throw would have nailed him at the plate. It was cut off by Freddie Freeman. Um, and then, you know, no, no, he didn't really um, try to score on that. But I think he would have been thrown out had he tried. Um, and then Garcia was stranded when Mitch White, who again pitched a good game, he struck out Lane Thomas to end the inning. Now in the fourth, uh, Victor Robles singled and stole second. But then uh, White got two outs uh, without Robles advancing. So there's two outs. Uh, Josh Bell singled to right. So Victor Robles obviously running. Uh, and you know he's going to try to score. And then this happened, as called on Sportsnet LA. Wade's on a breaking ball. Rips it to right. Base hit. Picked up by Betts. Here comes Robles. Here comes the throw. So, yeah, even uh, like Joe Davis, you can always tell when when it's a big play, Joe Davis gets excited on the call, and he, he does a really good job at sort of rising to the moment. And that, that was the case on this, too. Um, uh, Mookie Betts, uh, Sarah Langs at MLB.com tweeted that uh, Mookie Betts threw home at 95.1 miles per hour. It's his second fastest throw in the StatCast era, uh, which dates back to 2015, which covers most of uh, Betts' career. He now has six outfield assists on the season. Uh, what I love about that play, though, specifically, is like there's an anticipation to it, right? So 
you you know Robles is running. You know he's going to try to score, and then the ball's going to Mookie, and then there's like this build up in the crowd of like, oh, he's going to try to get him at home. Um, so, you know, there's a chance he's going to throw him out, and then you, you sort of think it's going to happen, but then when it does happen, it just like adds to the excitement even more. It's really hard to explain, but it just uh, the anticipation of it sort of adds to the excitement. Yeah, Mookie Betts. Uh, <laughs> this is a this is not breaking news, but very cool player to watch. Uh, just sort of a a very awesome all around player, and that was sort of on display in this one. Um, but yeah, that's our show for today. Uh, a lot to talk about. I know we were kind of all over the place there, but uh, day game today. Hope you enjoy it. We will be back with you uh, tomorrow morning. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>